T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. in charge movement, Linnell Willingham. Here with you live and local on the Team 980 and always streaming live on the free Odyssey app. Ride with me for the next three hours. I'll take you up to 3 o'clock here on the new midday show here in town. Burgundy and gold today. The combination of myself, the legend, Scott Jackson, and the DOC, Rick Doc Walker. We got you covered Weekdays 12 to 3 here on the Team 980. The best, and I truly do mean the best, commander's coverage in town. We got expert analysis, fan reaction, and the biggest names in Burgundy and Gold history. Plenty to get to here on today's show. We'll start peeking ahead at the commander's Week 2 matchup. First roadie of the 2022 season. Washington in Detroit this weekend trying to go 2-0 and as they visit Dan Campbell and the Detroit Lions. Plenty of interesting nuggets and storylines heading into this one. We'll get you up to speed with it all uh, as the show rolls on here this afternoon. We'll have a few guests stop by the program as well. Top of the 1 o'clock hour, NBC Sports Washington Commanders beat writer Ethan Cadeau is set to join us. He's actually out in Ashburn right now for Commanders practice. They hit the field about 10 minutes ago, so we'll have Ethan Get us up to speed, so to speak, with the latest on the Burgundy in gold. It's Wednesday, so we'll also get an injury update uh, from Commander's head coach, Ron Rivera, Washington. Uh, obviously dealing with some attrition uh, after Sunday's opener against the Jacksonville Jaguars. I'm definitely eager to find out about the status of those guys. We'll actually take head coach Ron Rivera's presser live here on Burgundy in gold today. That'll be in the 2 o'clock hour of the show, also in the 2 o'clock hour, 2 o'clock on the button, uh, to be exact, NFL writer for SB Nation, Mark Schofield, slated to join the show. He actually uh, had an interesting piece this morning uh, on Commander's quarterback Carson Wentz. The headline really grabbed my attention. It read, 
Washington rides the Carson Wentz roller coaster to a win. Is it sustainable? End quote. We'll take a deeper dive into that brilliant question before Marky Mark joins us here on the program. So a jam-packed show I hear on Burgundy and Gold today, and you all know how I get down. It's the People Show. I want to hear from you all. Team 980 listener lines wide open all show long. Tap in with me, 301-230-0980, or you can get with me on Twitter and Instagram, at N-E-L-L underscore B-T-P. And folks, before we get any further into the real nuggets I hear of the show, just a fair warning to those of you listening out there, Scott and Doc are back tomorrow. Right. And you best believe, you best believe, I'll be listening. So when the senior citizens start throwing shade at me, y'all better have my back. I'll say that. Y'all call in all show long, which I appreciate more than y'all ever know. I love the energy you all come with. You're constantly tweeting at me, telling me how much you love the show. I appreciate it all. But I'll tell you what, when Scott and Doc are back in this station tomorrow, y'all better not be participating in the slander of my name. Or we're going to have some real issues uh, between us. Like, no, I appreciate y'all, though. You know, it's all in fun. I'm having a blast. You know, I'm honored, man, uh, to have my name on the show with Scott Jackson and Doc Walker, two guys I grew up listening to. Man, I'm living the dream. And I got all types of listeners out there. I'm ready for my biopic, though. I've been on the job for close to a little over a year now. I'm ready for my biopic. I can see it now. Can you see it, Matty Ice? Youngest in Charge Movement, the movie. It'll be the name of my biopic. You'd have to put... Scott and Doc are my biopic, obviously. Those two guys, you know, extremely instrumental in my career. Two guys I grew up listening to. And I'll tell you what. Of all the people we'd have to cast in my biopic, Scott and Doc would probably be the most two difficult guys to cast. Because how could you possibly find another human being in the entire world with the head size of Scott Jackson? It'd be so hard to replicate You'd have to be, you'd probably have to cast for months at a time. I mean, seriously. And then how would you find another dude with a head as shiny as Rick Doc Walker's? Good gracious. Good gracious. I'm telling you, Matt, if we had to, if we had to cast this movie, how long do you think it takes to find someone with those attributes like Scott Jackson and, and Rick Doc Walker? Well, can we use uh, Terry? Terry? Yeah. Terry Crews? Yeah. <laughs> I was about to say, because that's wow. pretty quick. Wow. So finally, you teaming up with me, man, because look, for days now here on the show, man, it's been a two-on-one assault is the word I want to use. An I'm assault. the producer. I, I try to keep a You're middle ground. You're the only ground. thing consistent about I'm the trying show. To, I'm trying to be consistent. I'm trying to keep a middle ground, make sure that everyone's happy. So I, I've been uh, staying away from the, the back and forth for the most part. I'll tell you what, Matthew Essig. You're the only thing that's consistent about the show. We know you're going to be here every day holding the boards down as you should. Like I said, though, Team 980 listener lines wide open. All show long, 301-230-0980. Let's get into it, man. The Detroit Lions are the opponent this weekend for the Washington Commanders. They're coming off an impressive week one. They lost, though, 38-35 at the hands of the Philadelphia Eagles, who the Commanders will take on next Sunday. And I was listening to Russell and Medhurst before they got off the air. Pete Medhurst feels like Washington is going to be 2-0. and heading into next week's showdown against Philadelphia. And I'll say this, as the show progresses here this afternoon, you'll really get a firm understanding of where I stand at. Because I think it's very simple and clear. 
We learned a lot about the Washington Commanders this past Sunday. We really did. If you were tapped in with us yesterday, you got the opportunity to voice some of your concerns that still exist with this team, despite them being 1-0. I let some stuff off of my chest. We'll do the same thing here today. 301-230-0980, N-E-L-L underscore BTP on Twitter. We'll do the same thing. We're getting ready for the Commanders' Week 2 game against the Detroit Lions. Like I mentioned, they're coming off a Week 1 loss at the hands of the Eagles. But Commanders fans out there, I got some reality for you. Some real reality. You know, I keep it as 100 as you can. This game Sunday in Detroit, in the Motor City, they had a sellout crowd. Sellout crowd week one against Philadelphia. Standing room only, which was amazing to me. That list that we went over yesterday of the top attendances uh, in week one, I think the the Detroit Lions were fifth uh, on that list. Sellout crowd is 62,000. Washington, that was their entire paid attendance was 62,000. And FedEx was nowhere near sold out. So that gives you sort of a peek behind the lens of just what type of environment Washington's going into uh, this weekend against Detroit. And when you look at this game on its surface, when the schedule came out months ago, everyone circled week one against Jacksonville and week two against Detroit as clear gimme games, games that we felt like Washington must win if they were going to reach their goals for this season. After watching week one of football, we know clearly the Jacksonville Jaguars are who we thought they were, and that's no shade or disrespect to Jacksonville. They're just not a team that is in the echelon, in tier uh, of Washington. They're just not. They're not on the same level right now. New coach, second-year quarterback, bunch of new weapons. They're trying to figure things out. They're trying to change their culture in Jacksonville, just like how we're trying to change our culture here in Washington. But, like I said, I have a reality check for all Commanders fans. Yes, before the season started, we circled this game as a game we should win. But the fact that, you know, Washington played the way they played on Sunday and Detroit played the way that they played on Sunday, how do you feel 100% confident about what we got going on this Sunday against Detroit? Take your fan cap off for one second and really look at it on its surface. Washington versus Detroit. Two teams both struggling. Two teams both trying to change the narrative and culture around their team. It'll be a dogfight on Sunday. That is one thing I can guarantee. Dan Campbell has that group playing extremely hard. They were the darlings of hard knocks. And, and, and quite frankly, they've just had Washington's number in recent memory. That's where my number one concern lies. It's when history has a chance to repeat itself. And here in Washington, we all know how that goes. If history gets a chance to repeat itself, it will. We all know how the commanders work. Detroit has won their past four meetings at home against Washington. And overall, they've won five out of their last six against Washington. So I'll be completely Honest. I'm going to tell you how T.I. is. The fan in me, because like I always say, I'm a fan just like you guys are. I bleed burgundy and gold. The fan in me is absolutely terrified for this Sunday. The fan in me really is anxious for 1 o'clock Sunday. The fan in me almost wants the slow walk to Sunday. Because right now, 
this fan base is on a high right now that I feel like people don't want to get off of. And I don't blame you. But like I said, Detroit has won their past four meetings at home against Washington. And overall in the series, they've won five out of the last six. I'm terrified for Sunday. I don't want this high to end. I don't want it to ever end. What makes it even worse is that Vegas even has Washington losing this Sunday to the Detroit Lions. At most sports books nationwide, check this out. The Detroit Lions, a two-and-a-half-point favorite against Washington this Sunday in Detroit. What's so nuts about all of this to me is that Vegas never, ever, 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 ever sides with the Lions in recent memory. Recent history, the, the, the Vegas never sides with Detroit. The last time, the last time that Detroit was favored was November twenty second of twenty twenty, a one point favor against the Carolina Panthers, a game in which they were favored by a point. That's twenty four straight games as the underdog for the Detroit Lions. So as we sit here a couple days out. From week two against the Detroit Lions, there's no way in hell as a fan, if you are a real fan, that you have this unwavering confidence in Washington to go in Detroit and do something that they haven't done in the last four meetings, and that's beat them at home. You all remember the last time we played Detroit at home. I believe it was the game. It might have been, I guess you can call it confidently and say this, was probably Alex Smith's best game As a member of the Washington football team. That game against Detroit in 2020, I believe it was. And the most memorable thing about that game was the way that we lost. Washington gave a valiant effort defensively. Chase Young, en route to his defensive rookie of the year, had a late hit call, roughing the passer, that was called. And it set up uh, Detroit for a game-winning 63-yard field goal. And it ended up being the undoing. Uh, of the then Washington football team. As we sit here now, though, not much has changed with Washington. The quarterback position's changed. They've added a couple new weapons, but this is pretty much a lot of the same unit. I don't even care about that. It doesn't even matter about the guys on each of the teams. There is a bugaboo. There is a, a chip, so to speak, on the back of Washington. They cannot, They cannot figure out the Detroit Lions for whatever reason. They have struggled against Detroit. So Vegas, who makes a living off of these bets, Vegas, who makes their money off of these bets, is telling us that, look, Washington shouldn't be favored in this game, and we don't think Washington's going to win. But, man, I'm looking at Vegas like, why us, right? Why do we have to be the team that breaks 24 straight games of Detroit being an underdog? Why do we have to be that group? What does that say about us? We won the opener. We won the opener. Why does it got to be us? We'll take a few minutes here to dissect this whole thing and really think about what it means that Vegas has the Detroit Lions as favorites this weekend for the first time in 24 games and it's against the Washington Commanders. Are you kidding me? I'll take your calls and give my reaction. What does it mean that Vegas has the Lions favored over the Commanders after being underdogs in 24 
straight games. I'll tell you next. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Team 980 in the Odyssey at Linnell Willingham taking you up to 3 o'clock here on Burgundy in Gold. Today, the best Washington Commanders coverage in town. We got you covered with expert analysis, fan reaction, and the biggest names in Burgundy in Gold history. Right now, we're talking about Vegas, a place that got $100 out of me for free this past weekend, I might add. So I already got a gripe with the folks out in Las Vegas that are in charge of these sports bets. I had five parlays this weekend. Four parlays, exactly. Excuse me. One of them I put $50 on. And the other five I put $10 on. So I believe, what's that? That's five parlays, if I'm I'm counting correctly. Matt, let me know here. I have one parlay for 50. Four other ones for $10. That's $90. No, no, no. I then had $100 in total. I wanted to make sure I wasn't lying. $100 in total I put out this weekend. I won $0.00. So I have a gripe already with Vegas. And then when I wake up this morning and I see the fact that the Detroit Lions are favored against the Washington Commanders for the first time in 24 games, the Lions are the favorites. Why us? Why this team? I want to hear from you guys. I'm trying to take the temperature of this fan base right now. What does it mean to you that Vegas has the Lions favored over the Commanders after being underdogs in 24 straight games? Team 980 listener lines wide open. 301-230-0980. Twitter and Instagram, you can tap in with me there as well. N-E-L-L underscore BTP. What does it mean to you? I'll kick things off here. It means we aren't respected nationally. And I think that is an issue. But it's an issue that I I really can't even be mad at. I give you guys the number and the stat every time I'm on here, damn near. For the last 17 years, this franchise has been one of the worst in the National Football League. They have compiled the sixth worst record in all of football since 2005. That's why... They choose a team like Washington to break the underdog streak of the Detroit Lions. That's why they choose a team like Washington, because they don't respect you. We don't have any respect nationally. Who cares 
We're a clown show, right? We're a one and zero clown show. I'll tell you that. Might be the best damn one and zero clown show there is. But the question is simple to you guys: What does it mean that Vegas has the Lions favored over the Commanders after being underdogs in twenty four straight games? I'll say this: Maybe, maybe this isn't an indictment on Washington. Maybe this says more about the Detroit Lions. Maybe this says more about just how good Detroit is this year. Everyone fell in love with them on Hard Knocks this summer. And we knew that this group was going to be better. A season ago, they were competitive. A season ago, they exceeded a lot of folks' expectations. Noah did not result in wins. But it's not all about wins when you're trying to rebuild a culture. I say it all the time when talking about this commander's offense. Sometimes it is about the process over the game-to-game results. And last year, through 17 weeks, the process continually got better for Dan Campbell's squad. I want to hear from you guys, though. Team 980, listen, lines wide open, 301-230-0980. What does it mean that Vegas has the Lions favored over the commanders this Sunday after being underdogs? In 24 straight games. Let's go to Lap. Who wants to tap in? Lap, kick us off, man. What does it mean to you? Hey, what's up, man? Um, I, it just lets you know that how much the league has changed, man. You can't sleep on nobody right now. And we got to take everybody seriously, man. And I would like to go 2-0 before we get to our first division game. You know, this team going to be tough, man. They put up 35 on Philly. They're going to be tough. Um, but I like our offense, the weapons. I like Carson, man. I told y'all, man, he can play. Just let him play his game and, and watch him boogie. The defense got to be better. And uh, and I want to see us run the football more. I know we can't really do too much with um, Robinson being out, but I guess we'll see what we have. It'd be nice to see if they can bring Patterson up and maybe get Williams involved too some kind of way. But we'll see, man. But I'm excited. Let's go in that building, shut them up, handle business, get the win, man. That's really the only thing that, that I could ask for, and I appreciate the call, Lab. Look, I think if you're Washington, if I'm Ron Rivera and I'm coaching this team, I'm using that as bulletin board material. Because, look, it's great that you won, right? But now, if you're this commander's coaching staff, you got to do the tough task of tempering the egos of some of the guys on this team. Because I know how it is. To be a team that has struggled historically, when you do have some type of inkling of success, it's very easy to become full of yourself. It's very easy to think your boo-boo don't stink, if you know what I'm trying to say. It's very easy to think that you can do no wrong. You are on top of the world right now. You are at home. You got to do it in front of your fans. There is no better feeling in the National Football League than that. Washington experienced that in week one. Now, heading into this week, when all the chips are stacked up against you, it is about whether or not this team answers the call for two weeks in a row. I don't need perfection out of the Washington Commanders this weekend. I need a team to come out that plays with effort and attitude. Straight up, it's not rocket science, right? Detroit. Went blow for blow with the Philadelphia Eagles, the team that everyone has crowned and anointed the victor of the NFC East before we even played a damn season. So if you're Washington, 
Use that. Use that as fuel. Use that as momentum. Because I tell you what, they don't give a damn about what's going on here in Washington and Detroit. I can tell you that now. Dan Campbell doesn't have a problem getting his guys to wake up and start fast. They jumped out 7-0 on the Philadelphia Eagles. Like it was nothing. There is no issue motivating guys in Detroit. But like I said, Ron Rivera and company had a tough job this week, and it starts today. And it really started yesterday with your preparation in the film room. After a W, it is so easy to become complacent. It's so easy to feel like you've made it and you've arrived. I know everyone wants to say it was the Jacksonville Jaguars, but, man, you all know how hard it is to win games in this league. If I'm Ron Rivera, I'm using this. I'm screen grabbing all the headlines from ESPN and CBS Sports and NFL Network. Wherever you get your mainstream sports media, I'm screen grabbing it and I'm posting it on a big-ass bulletin board in the locker room for everybody to see. This team has been underdogs in 24 straight contests, and they chose our ass to be the team that they'll be favored against. You know how disrespectful that is? Seriously. And now I'm starting to get impassioned about it because, like, man, this is my team. I love them just like y'all do. The fact is the fact. Nationally, we are not respected. I posed the question out there, what does it mean that Vegas has the Lions favored over the Commanders after being underdogs in 24 straight games? The number one thing it means for me is we aren't respected nationally, and that's our fault. That's what happens when you've got the six fewest wins in the National Football League since 05. We want to hear from you guys, though. Team 980 listener lines wide open, 301-230-0980. What does it mean that Vegas has the Lions favored this weekend over the Commanders after being dogs in 24 straight contests. Let's go to Mark, who's in D.C., wants to tap in. Mark, you say you're happy with the underdog ranking. Why? Yeah, I, well, I think it's a blessing in disguise, man. For, for one thing, you know, I mean, like, I mean, despite what you said, it was Jacksonville, it was at home. You know, there's, there's no reason to be feeling on top of the world. You know, if we, we should feel good that we pulled the game out at the end because, you know, because after looking like we were going to take Jacksonville for a ride, then they – came back. So what I liked about the team was that they basically persevered and played tough in the clutch. But the reality is, I mean, we are Detroit now. I mean, we, we are the Lions. You know, so until we chose to show that we're not the Lions anymore, them playing at home, they should be favored. You know, unfortunately, that's the reality. I mean, I grew up in the days where the Lions had never beat us since like 1958. I, I grew up in those days right? where they were 0 for Washington. But those are not the days anymore. Now we're the team that we have to prove something. We're, you know, people consider this a toss-up game. But I'm excited because I think they'll go in there with a little edge. Like you say, Ronald could use it as bulletin board material. And I think maybe we pull out a win, but it's going to be really, really tough. You're going to have to earn it, and I appreciate the call, Mark. Everything from here on out you're going to have to earn. They gave you one Sunday against Jacksonville. And I'm, well, let me walk that back because I don't want to discredit the performance that they put on Sunday. But I'm going to tell you this. It's going to be very difficult to win games turning the football over three times the way they did against Jacksonville. But the disrespect has to stop. And I'm really talking to the national media when I say this. The Detroit Lions are a team. I don't care how far we think that they've come under Dan Campbell. I don't care about what we saw on Hard Knocks. I don't care about any of the pageantry and, and, and what's sexy and and who's going to be the next team 
you know, to, to, to show the parity of this league. They won three damn games last year. They were 3-13-1 last year, and they're favored against this team? I'm using it as bulletin board material if I'm Ron Rivera. It's not even close, man. It's very tough to find motivating factors after a W. Vegas gave you bulletin board material. Tap in with it. Tap in with me as well. Team 980 listener lines wide open, 301-230-0980. What does it mean to you that Vegas has the Detroit Lions favored over Washington this weekend after the Lions being underdogs in 24 straight contests before this? Let's go to Steve, who's in Columbia, wants to tap in. Steve, what's going on? How you doing? How you doing, Lino? I'm going to keep it real. This is how I see it. I mean, nationally, I mean, look at Ron Rivera's record with, with the commanders, Washington football clubs, below 500, I believe. Also, look at Washington's defense. I think Detroit is salivating knowing that they can probably run the ball on them, do play action, and they're at home. But we are improving nationally. They're not going to give us any props until we win consecutive games. So I'm hopeful that we can pull it out. But I'm telling you, if, if Del Rio lays back in some soft zones and can't stop the run, which he has done many times, then we're done. Yeah, I appreciate the call, Steve. Look, way to keep it short and sweet. It is what it is. The onus of this game, the pressure in this football game, lies on Jack Del Rio in this defense, which is ironic because the storyline and narrative heading into week one against Jacksonville was what are we going to get from Carson Wentz. Well, we saw what we were going to get from Carson Wentz. We rode the Wentz roller coaster. It was fine. Ends up in a victory for us. Four touchdowns, two picks. We rode the Wentz roller coaster. So right now, for us, it's got to be about whether or not this group offensively can put together two back-to-back stellar performances. And then on the defensive side of the football, it's about whether or not this group is going to be able to punch in their weight class. Because I'll tell you this, Jacksonville wasn't in Washington's weight class, straight up. And that's no disrespect to what they got going on in Jacksonville. They're another team that's been in the basement of standings since 05. They're another team that is working to recreate their identity and establish their culture there. They're working. But Washington, a veteran-led group, coaching staff that's been here for three seasons, Veteran quarterback, you were supposed to beat Jacksonville. Now, now you're punching in your weight class against a team, and I I describe the Lions like this, they don't know any damn better. They're going to go in there, give you balls-to-the-wall effort every time because that's all they know. There's no fear of failure with the Detroit Lions. They're going in there giving you everything they got. Ask the Eagles. Ask the Eagles. They took the Eagles down to the wire. After being down 14 points heading into the fourth quarter, they never took their foot off of the gas. If Washington takes their foot off the gas like they did at the end of that third quarter and the start of the fourth quarter, it is going to be a long, long, long game Sunday against the Detroit Lions. Got to take a quick timeout. When we come back, we'll continue to take your calls. What does it mean to you that after being underdogs for 24 straight games this weekend against Washington, the Detroit Lions are favored? We'll take your calls and more next right here on the Team 980 in the Odyssey app.
Coming up at the top of the hour at 1 o'clock, Ethan Cadeau, Commander's Insider for NBC Sports Washington, set to join the program. He'll give us the latest from out in Ashburn, and it's Wednesday. So Ron Rivera, set to speak to the D.C. media. We'll play that live for you as it happens. And hopefully we get an updated injury report. Obviously, we mentioned at the top of the show, Washington dealing with some attrition. That's some key spots uh, on this football team. We'll see the early week status of some guys for Sunday. Jonathan Allen, Wes Schweitzer, Andrew Norwell. We'll get answers on all those guys. Right now, I'm trying to get answers on why the hell we keep getting disrespected nationally. I'm tired of it. I really am. And it shouldn't bother me because who cares about what another man got to say about you? Always say I'm a man first. Who cares about the lip boxing going on from somebody else that's not here in town watching this team put the work in? Who cares? But, man, when they get this disrespectful, I have an issue. The Detroit Lions have been underdogs in 20 20- Four straight games, dating back to November 22nd of 2020. It's almost three seasons ago. Well, they're favorites this weekend for the first time against the Washington Commanders, a team coming off a victory in week one. Detroit lost in week one, and they're still favored. I want to hear from you guys. What does that mean to you? What does it mean that Vegas has the Lions favored this weekend after being underdogs in 24 straight games. I want to hear from you guys. Team 980 listener lines wide open, 301-230-0980. I told you what I thought. I know early on that it means we aren't respected nationally, and we shouldn't be. I gave you all the number on the record since 05. They have been terrible in the last 17 seasons. I also say this. I don't think there was much value outside of D.C., In Sunday's win against Jacksonville, people aren't respecting what we did Sunday against the Jaguars, and I completely understand. Because as I said, I felt like we were playing a team that we were punching below our weight class. You know know the old adage, pick on somebody your own size. The Detroit Lions are your size, and they might be bigger. I guarantee you this, they will hit back. Ask the Philadelphia Eagles. Continue to tap in with me, Team 980 Listener Lines, wide open, 301 230 0980 Twitter and Instagram. You can tap in with me there as well. N E L L underscore BTP. My man Patrick Boozer tweets at me, says, You left out, although the Lions were favored in the Carolina game, they lost 20 to nothing. So who cares what Vegas thinks? Look, I agree with you. I don't give a damn what Vegas thinks either, honestly. But I give a damn about my team constantly being the butt of every joke. No matter what positive things we do, we are coming off a W on Sunday. And we're still underdogs? Somebody make it make sense to me. Somebody, please, give me a legitimate answer as to why. Because I told you what my answer is. We're not respected. And flat out, I think that's all it is. Let's go to Matthew, who's in Frederick, wants to tap him. What's going on, Matt? Hey, what's happening, guys? Um, I mean, you know, there's, there's no room in the columns for description. A W is a W, but it wasn't gorgeous. And we're not going to be respected nationally with Daniel Snyder as our owner. We just have to accept that. We just have to know who we are and play our game. But, I mean, no pun intended, we're a gamble every week. You don't know what's going to come out. So, <laughs> on the end of, you know, Vegas, not that I care anything about the gambling end. Of hey, what hey, Matt, hey, Matt, that was a good like one. That. that was a good one, too, by the way, Matt. I caught your little pun there. <laughs> but, I mean, you know, if you're going to bet, betting on us is not a safe one. 
and I mean, we're going to scrap and claw for every win that we get. And two days ago, we were talking about getting and Dominican Sue's old ass off the couch to come play for us for defensive line. I mean, you know, they need bodies on the defensive line. But I have a question for you. Go ahead. And this is it. On Sunday, we did not target McLaurin all that much. We we went to other options and. Is that is that a tactic? Do you think to maybe show that we have other options besides him, which eases up a little of the heat on him and makes us a, a three headed monster on the on the offense? Hey, I appreciate the call, Matt. I actually do think, and we'll get into that a little bit later on in the show. We'll do a segment on that. I think them not targeting McLaurin was in response to the coverage. I don't think that Terry McLaurin was running wide open all game long. I know people were wanting to see Scott Turner manufacture different ways to get him the ball. I know that's what it's all about offensively, getting the ball in the best guy's hands. But, man, the game plan just didn't dictate Terry McLaurin seeing a high volume of targets. What I do love about it is Terry McLaurin, the professional that he is, doesn't matter if he's not getting targets. He's still going to run hard. He is still going to block. He is still going to do all the intangible things that make him great And then when his number is finally called, he comes up and makes a huge play for you uh, and ends up scoring that touchdown in the fourth quarter from Carson Wentz. want to hear from you guys, though. Team 980 listener lines wide open, 301-230-0980. The Lions, after 24 straight games as being an underdog, are favored this weekend against the Washington Commanders. What does it mean to you? Let's go to Mark, who's in Laurel, wants to tap in. What's going on, Mark? Good afternoon, fellas. I just wanted to say nationally – Everybody knows who the commanders are. And this is probably the only game that Detroit's going to be favored this year. And the fan base is really delusional. This is not a playoff team. That's all I got to say about that. Who? Man, I wish we, I wish he didn't hang up. Who's not a playoff team? Detroit or us? That's interesting to me. Want to continue to take your calls, though. Look, I appreciate you guys agreeing with me. But, man, it is what it is. We are not respected nationally. And my question is now, like, what is it going to take for this group to be respected nationally? What do we have to do? We handled our business in week one. The caller said earlier it wasn't sexy. wasn't a beautiful win. Look, nobody, you don't get brownie points or or extra wins for, for, for winning in a blowout fashion. You don't get, you know, momentum from blowing a team out. I don't, I don't believe in that. Everything is a game to game basis. You should be going into every week like you're 0-0. That's the mindset. That's how you keep yourself hungry. But like I said earlier, Ron Rivera's got a pretty surefire way to keep this group hungry. Put this storyline on the front page in the locker room. Make this bulletin board material. When you open up your team meeting for the week, start up with this. Because, man, they need to know internally what they're battling against. And I think it'll get more out of the players if they know, hey, we got to rally. Hey, we're underdogs. People don't believe in us. In my opinion, that's the surefire best way to get a group to rally around each other if they know that they're the only ones who got their back. Let's go to John in Oklahoma wants to tap in. John, what does it mean to you that the commanders are underdogs this week? Well, it means to me that they're don't respect us, you know, and uh, they're looking at the fact that Ron Rivera seems to get off to such a slow start every year and, uh, you know, we're just a brunt of, brunt of a lot of bad jokes, you know, because who we are and our owner. 
and uh, you know. But John, what does that have to do about the play on? What does that have to do about the play on the field? That's what I want to say. Because you're the third caller that said that it's about Dan Snyder. Dan Snyder doesn't lace up no damn cleats and go play football on Sundays. Uh, uh, that's true. It's just the fact that you know they look at it, look at it every way, man. Uh, it's in the back of their mind who they play for. You know, players don't mind getting drafted by Washington for not getting drafted by nobody else because they get their foot in the door. But they they soon want out of there. You know, that owner. You know, as long as he's got control of this team, uh, you know, we're, we're going to be the brunt of all bad jokes and everything else because uh, this guy may go down as the worst owner in NFL history. Hey, look, I can't I'm disagree serious. with you, and I appreciate the call, man. Yeah. yeah. I, 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 we can't continue to make it about Dan Snyder, though. That that narrative has gotten old and, and, and ugly to me. Like, Dan Snyder, look, we understand he's a bad owner, but that's not affecting the product on the field, and that's not going into why Vegas has us as underdogs. And I want to get to the bottom of it. We got two hours left in the show. That is my goal today. Get to the bottom of this. Why are we so disrespected by the national media? Let's go to Rick, who's in North Carolina. Rick, I'm very curious to see what you got to say. The Commanders, underdogs this week, my man. Detroit's been underdogs for 24 straight weeks. How does it make you feel? (laughs) You followed up today. Um, You know, uh, well, to get respect, you have to earn it. Uh, You know, yeah, it was just happening to, you know, play the Commanders and the the Lions. And, yeah. Well, like we lost Rick. Drop, Drop Rick for a second, Matt. Let's go to G. Oh, was G still on the line? Yeah, go to G. G, can you give me some some clarity here? I know you got the killer in your system, so your mind's strong right now. What do you think, man? It's always that pressure in the veins right here. <laughs> I tell him, Charlie. Hey, 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 but it let me know that D from the shop is going down there and putting money line Washington. You know what I'm saying? That's what it let me know. Detroit ain't used to being a favorite. That's very and, true. And like you said. And but like you said, we've been disrespected. We've been disrespected over the years, man. Joe Jacoby, Brian Mitchell, that's the man at Gary Clark. Man, I ain't worried about that. And also Vegas know that a lot of people watch hard knocks and that makes Detroit Lions likable. Dan mm-hmm. Campbell is likable. Mm-hmm. You gonna root for him. So Vegas know that they gonna get a lot of bets on Detroit because they playing us. Because everybody disrespects us, but we don't need that bulletin board material on there. Because we got we got dudes like Carson Wentz who's playing to resurrect his career and his reputation. You got Terry McLaurin just got the bag. He need to live up to that money. Deron Payne trying to break the TD bank this year. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and Gibson lost Gibson lost his damn job and just got it back because Shawty got shot two times. You know what I'm saying? So we got young. We don't need no bulletin board material. You either win or you don't be in this league for long. Mm. That's what the NFL stands for, baby. You know what I'm doing over here, Lunell, man. I love you, big fella. Pause. <laughs> I appreciate you, G. Come strong, my man G from the shop, man. G brought up a couple of really good points, though. Is this Vegas playing a trick on the people? I told you they took $100 from me this weekend, so clearly they know how to trick me. Is this Vegas's way of playing a trick on the public? The Detroit Lions have not been favored in 24 straight ball games. So now that they are the favorite, can they handle it? Can they? And I think G poses, posed the question for us. Look, we'll find out Sunday for sure. 110%. It's real on Sunday. All the narratives go out the window. The discussion becomes moot. 
But, man, I, I love the point that G made. We don't need bulletin board material if you're the Washington Commanders. You already got guys that have their backs up against the walls already, and I say this all the time. That is the worst team to be going against, somebody who's got their back against the wall and needs a W. Everybody in this commander's locker room needs a W. G hit it on the head. Carson Wentz is trying to resurrect his damn career. Antonio Gibson saw his career flash right before his eyes against Carolina. I know he was thinking that fumble was it for him. But now these guys have the opportunity to get backed into a corner and then start swinging like hell. And I think the Detroit Lions are going to catch one of those unintentional hooks from having us backed up in the corner. We got to take a quick timeout. When we come back, we'll continue to take your calls here. What does it mean to you that the Detroit Lions are favored over the Washington Commanders after being underdogs in 24 straight games? I'll tell you more of what I think and take your calls next right here on Burgundy and Gold today. Coming up at the top of the hour, 1 o'clock, Ethan Cadeau, NBC Sports Washington Commander's Insider, set to join the program. He's out at Ashburn at the facility today. The Commander's back on the practice field in preparation for Sunday's Week 2 matchup against the Detroit Lions. And that's what we're talking about right now, taking the temperature of the Commander's fan base. I gave you all the nuggets at the top of the show. If you're just joining us. The Washington Commanders, underdogs this weekend in Detroit against the Lions. And what's got me so fired up about this whole thing is that the Lions have been underdogs in 24 straight contests, dating back to November 22nd of 2020, when they were just a one-point favorite on the road against P.J. Walker in the Carolina Panthers. So the question out there is simple for you guys. What does it mean to you that Vegas – has the Lions favored over the Commanders this weekend after being underdogs in 24 straight games? Want to hit the phones hard here. Team 980 listener lines wide open, 301-230-0980. Let's go to Roberto. What's to tap with us? Roberto, I'm interested to hear what you got to say, my man. Because, look, I think it's ridiculous, and I think it's a tall tale sign of disrespect. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. T-Mobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. 